Welcome to 31 Days of Worldview Wisdom, a Disciple Nations Alliance podcast with Arturo Cuba. Arturo is among the earliest and most influential trainers of the Disciple Nations Alliance. In this audio series, he shares his highly practical teachings and examples of transformation. In this fifth episode, he talks about what is a worldview. Today, I'm going to make a presentation that I have used many times. It's a presentation about this concept of worldview. Although I heard more about worldview in your culture, it seems that many people have lost the idea what it really means and what are the implications. Worldview, of course, is a term that you won't find in the Bible. And I have been in many places where I try to talk about biblical worldview and pastors, most of the time, they raise their hands and say, where is that in the Bible? And I start a strong discussion, okay? There are many things that are not in the Bible, but the idea is there. It might be a little bit sophisticated, but we want to make it practical so we can use it. In my experience, people can grasp the idea can really understand it, and they take it and they fly. And some others never get it. (laughs) So if that's your case, I'm sorry, but that's fine. The Lord loves you anyway, so you can still go on in life. Worldview is a concept that we don't use daily, but we should, especially believers. Until I get to know this idea, I, in my passion as a Christian, I didn't know how to help people to live a life based in the Word of God. Have you had the same intention? As a believers, what we want for ourselves is to live the Word of God. That's nice. That's great. That's what God wants. I want it to. But we kind of find it a little bit hard. Sometimes we read in the Bible things that we are not. And we say... How can I live this? I like the idea. It sounds nice, but I think that I am too, I'm going too wrong. I cannot practice that. Jesus himself found many people like that, that they walk away from him because they couldn't live that. And as church leaders or missionaries or people who want to work with God, we want to help other people to live the word of God. So we preach, we teach, we make classes here, classes there. We try people to get engaged, but sometimes they have the same problem. And I have found people who say, you know, everything they say at the church, that's nice. But once you go through that door, real life is not that way. Have you heard something like that? Real life is not that way. Here inside looks like heaven, nice things you can hear. But outside you have to change because otherwise you will suffer in the world. You cannot do the same things because outside people can abuse you, can take advantage of your goodness, kindness, and things like that. And, and they always find an excuse. But this idea of worldview, in my heart, I hope it will help you as it did with me, okay? So let's start with it. Worldview is a term that was not invented by a Christian. It comes from the world of philosophy. It was a a nice guy that I don't understand at all. His name is Immanuel Kant. He's a German guy. They they seem to be very smart people, most of them philosophers. They like uh, classical music, 
and they, after that they like to kill people, things like that. They, he invented that word in, in German, is uh, Weltanschauung. I, I don't speak German, my wife does, and she says that's right. In English, the word is worldview. It means exactly the same thing, worldview. You, you can maybe notice what it means. I use this presentation to show that in Spanish we have a different word, it's cosmovision. Probably in English it sounds kind of similar. In every case, it means the same thing, perspective of the world, a view of the world. But you have to understand something. It's not specifically the physical view of the world. If I see a big map and landscapes, it may, it, I can call that worldview, but that's not exactly that. We have used this term, but with other words, sometimes. There is a book who was kind of popular in the past, written by Alvin Toffler. He says, every person carries in his head a mental model of the world, which is a subjective representation of the external reality. Well, sounds sophisticated, right? But try to see the words, okay? Every person, you, me, everyone, whether he's an intelligent person or he doesn't seem bright, but everyone carries in their own mind a subjective representation of the world outside. A little later, I explain how this works mechanically, which is an interesting thing. Shouldn't be a mystery. Some people, intellectual people mostly, they use this phrase, a belief system, or system of sacred beliefs. Probably you heard about mental map, mental mapping. Probably you heard about it. Or what about mindset? Have you used the word mindset? When there's something that provokes to use that word is because you are touching the thing that is called worldview. But you say, ah, that, that's their mindset probably, or something like that, or philosophy. They have that philosophy but where they don't like to eat meat, things like that. Then you are talking about a worldview. But you don't know because nobody explained you that. Well, in Spanish we use the word idiosincrasia. That's, that's the way they are. You use those words especially when you talk about people who are not your own culture. So you try to explain your children, why are they funny? You know? uh, they are funny because uh, that's the way they think, their philosophy is not ours. When you say that, you are talking about worldview. It seems to be something light, but it is not, it's really heavy. Because you are just on the peak of the iceberg, the big thing is down there and you haven't touched it yet. Then the next thing is paradigm. Have you heard about this word? Paradigm, it's used in other environments, maybe science. Paradigm, it's a big word, it's nice. If you take a mouse and you can make an experiment, probably you have the mouse here and you have the cheese over there and you make a way with uh, sticks and something like that and you open the cage, sound the bell, and the mouse goes there and makes the whole road and gets to the cheese. Every day, every moment, every day, every for a number of months. Then you take the sticks away, there's no road, 
Then you open the cage, sound the bell, and maybe the mouse could go straight, but the mouse will go same thing. And then you say, oh, there is a paradigm. He's trapped in a paradigm. He doesn't know he's dumb. He shouldn't do that, but he's doing the same thing. Yeah, sometimes people are that way. <laughs> we are that way. That's the thing of worldview. <laughs> There's this joke. I don't know if I could say it in English, but you know, there is this place where scientific people take a whole bunch of uh, monkeys. And all the monkeys are there in this place, and uh, all of a sudden, an alarm sounds, and a door is open on the ceiling, and a huge amount of uh, bananas comes down. Then all the monkeys, they rush towards the bananas, and when the first monkey touches the, the first banana, there is water, like those hoses of water, that in, in, instantly they just spray the, the monkeys, and monkeys don't like water. And they just have a very bad experience, and they repeat that again and again, and they realize that it's because the first monkey who takes the first banana, that that terrible thing happens. So next thing, when the bananas come down and the alarm sounds, they all are watching. And the first monkey who runs and touches the first banana, they all beat them bad, badly, you know? And one and over and one and over. And one of those days, the, the scientists, they take the water away. There's no more water. But every time the bananas come, the bell sounds, the monkey runs, everybody beats him. And there is an interview. Uh, little uh, dear monkey, why do you do that? Why do you, uh, you know, beat the first monkey who goes and wants to take the first banana? And he says, I don't know. We, we always did it that way. And then you have a paradigm. I don't know. We always did it that way. That's typical, right? Probably in your life there are many things like that that you never thought about. Probably the best answer is, Mama told me. Mama told me, Papa didn't like this. No, he doesn't want us to do this, or he wants us to do that. Or the whole community. And many of them have no explanation. When you see a child or a person doing things, that is a worldview, it's a paradigm. And it's mostly a trap. The thing is, he couldn't do otherwise. And some people say, it's my destiny. No, it's not your destiny, it's your worldview. And you can change that. It's not easy, but you can. Next is ideology. Well, that's in political environments, ideology. Another one, I found this uh, mostly when you talk about worldview, you can find in the dictionary or even in the internet a very simple definition. Like I found this in, in the Spanish, the Royal Academy of Spanish, it says, no? From the German word Weltanschauung, the way we see and interpret the world. Very simple, very small. You could even think you, you got it. You didn't. Mostly this definition is so simple that equals a lie. You, you didn't get any, any from it. Next step, the way in which we see life and world. That's what we could say when somebody asks, what's a worldview? That's the way in which we see life, and the world. Very simple, but it's not a simple thing. We are going to 
try to understand how it works. That's the, the most important thing is how it works. And if you, if you know how it works, the first thing that you can do is that you can change and you can do amazing things that you never thought before. But right now, if I ask you which things are those, you probably won't know. Because worldviews not only make us see certain things, at the same time, they block our perception and do not allow us to see other things. Do you understand what I'm saying? It, this is very important. Because of our worldview, we are able to see things. It's like asking the mouse, little mouse, do you still see those sticks that make the way? He will probably say, all right, you took it away. I didn't notice that. He will probably say something like that. I, I've seen people saying things like that, honestly. <laughs> they never knew. They didn't need to do certain things, but they were still doing it. So it's interesting how it works in human mind. Human minds, before knowing this idea of worldview, I never reflected much on this. As a believer, I always took Bible teachings as spiritual, and I tried to take more the spiritual content of our teachings, and I never took care much about the practical things, how it works. For instance, the Bible says, love God with all your mind. Oh, I know how to, how to do it, it seems to me. Or love the Lord with all your heart. Oh, that, that's fine, I'm in love with God. That, I, I believe that's enough, but I don't reflect too much on those words. But the mind is something that can keep you thinking for a long time how it works. And sometimes we believe that, no, but that must be something for psychologists, for psychiatrists. It doesn't have to do with me. No, that's not true. That's not true because God is the one who invented mind. And we should be intelligent to know how it works. How can we educate ourselves? How can we educate our children? And to be transformed. So worldview is something that belongs to our minds. Every normal person has a worldview. No, I don't like it. No, you have it. It doesn't matter if you like the thing or not. No, I don't like what you say, but you have a worldview. Probably you don't know it, you don't like it, but it's still working on you and it's powerful. Let me tell you something in advance. Probably you are not living the life you want to. You are living the life that your worldview is telling you to live and you don't notice that with all your problems. I'm going to make a test with you. I'm going to show a picture and I want you to tell me what you see. It's not a tricky thing. So don't try to be intelligent. Just say what you see, okay? The first thing that comes to your mind. Don't do anything else. Okay, ready? Okay, and say it as soon as you, you realize the thing, okay? What do you see? Really? But is it? The thing is, who told you it's a family? Yeah, it was your worldview. My first thing for you is, it was your worldview. The first thing of, of a worldview that you have to learn is that a worldview is a kind of mechanical thing that your mind does with you that is so fast, so instant, that you don't notice. 
And you think it's what you are seeing, but what you did is you made an interpretation of what you are seeing. You see? Because a family is a big thing. It's not just a figure. It's something much more sophisticated. Because nobody does this. Oh, there's a man, or a nice lady, or they, they must be a couple. Oh yeah, they have kids. It's a family. No one thinks that way. If you had to do that, you wouldn't be able to drive a car, to, to, to cook, to go. Because God created life. And if you see, life is so sophisticated that we need a powerful mind. So you walk in life uh, doing incredible things just because your mind is making interpretations of everything it sees. And you don't, you, you don't go wrong because mostly you move inside your culture and everything you learn in your culture is still there. So that's okay. You got it? I'll tell you a story. I remember when me and my wife, when we were not married and we were not in love, and she was just my friend. It happened that she lived close to my house. We used to go to the same church. And while we were at the church, we met this preacher who was a nice man. We were so happy to him and we spent some minutes talking to him and he probably liked us too. Then we said goodbye. Uh, the afternoon, I went to visit my friend and uh, it happened that she was taking care of her two nephews little ones. So we walked to the park and we were just chatting and all of a sudden this preacher was walking by or the same place and said, oh, hello, look how nice you were here. Yeah, I was just walking and he saw this picture. And what do you think he saw? <laughs> what a nice family. <laughs> and we were embarrassed because we were not dating or anything like that. But it was God's war, I guess. Because you cannot help. Your worldview will lead you. But that's not what you're seeing, okay? Let's say some things interesting about the worldview. The first thing, we don't see things. We always make an interpretation of what we see. The only problem is that we are not conscious about that process. It's so fast, so instant, because you are so brilliant. It happens very fast. That you think that's what you are seeing. Do you understand what I'm saying? The second thing, it means then that we are not seeing the universe with our eyes. We are seeing the universe with our mind. You get it? Our eyes are only the senses. But the whole thing goes inside. That's what you are seeing. Next thing is our worldview operates subconsciously, meaning outside of our awareness. So it doesn't matter if you didn't go to school, and you are dumb, whatever they say, you have a powerful worldview. And it operates without you knowing you have it. It's like, for instance, those of us who use lenses, glasses, I sometimes don't realize I have them. Have you noticed that? And one day I, I, I was tired and I wanted to rub my eyes and I made the mistake, I didn't take my glasses. And it really hurt. What about if you have a glasses of different colors? If I have red glasses, how do you think the world will look like to me? Red, probably, right? But the thing is that I don't see the world 
directly, I see it through my worldview. I, I never look at my glasses. I see through them. It's the same thing with the worldview. You never know what it is there. You see life. And that will decide your decisions. It will lead step by step what you do. And without you noticing that. It's very interesting. The last thing. We don't see what we see. We always see what we think we're seeing. Makes sense. Like in the family. Until you have the last information, everything is just the appearance. It's the subjective perception of the appearance of the world. That's what you think. That's your worldview. So you walk life that way. God made it that way. God gave you that mind. And what he wants you to have in your worldview is his word, his truth. So everything you see in life, you understand what I'm saying now? Until you have God's word in your worldview, your Christian life will always be inconsistent. Okay? You won't have the power you need to transform, nor your life, nor the life of others. Thank you for listening. Here is a question you might want to ponder. The challenge with the worldview is you don't see it. You don't even know you have it. It's subconscious. Why is this also a benefit? Why do you think God made us to have a worldview? Thank you again for listening. In the next episode, Arturo will talk about how a worldview is formed, how it is shaped in a child's life, and why worldviews are so difficult to change.